My brother has been working on trying to get a tomato garden going. Tomato garden? Yeah. In our like little like patio area. So we bought like an elevated like planter from Ace Hardware and is currently yeah. trying to grow tomatoes in it. He has like a tomato cage and everything. My grandma's done that before in her deck. It works pretty well if you know what you're doing. Uh, I don't know if he knows what he's doing, but I, I'm rooting for him. There you go. Um, Free tomatoes. Yeah, he has, he has that, and he's been getting into bird watching recently. There you go. Those are two healthy habits. Yeah, they are very healthy habits, and I'm very proud of him. Yeah. Good for you. But uh, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Cleo Talk. My name is Matt. I'm RC. And uh, we have some Kansas City-centric, uh, particularly on the Kansas side, to stuff to focus on today. Uh so yesterday, around uh, mid-afternoon, there was a uh, shootout at a quick trip on 87th Street and I-35 in Lenexa. There was also a uh, Parks Department truck that was full of catfish to go restock a pond, uh, dropping catfish on the same street. Yeah. So there was a man threatening suicide, and they had to get snipers in, and right next to the street is just a just street full of catfish and i've i really enjoyed the catfish story just another beautiful spring day in kansas city i i also really like people's conspiracy theories on how the fish got there yeah this is going to be slightly a reading reddit episode because they're pretty funny such as this one guy who has a theory that it might be a water spout but Otherwise, you know, it could be teleportation or maybe they fell from the sky like that one time in 1873. Where it rained frogs. Yeah. So it could have rained fish. But 1873, they thought it was a tornado or another land-based storm, apparently. But uh, another comment there is like, dude, it's it's pretty clear they just fell off a truck. <laughs> <laughs> like they're in the road. But, uh, yeah, it it's just... Very rare that Kansas City has two very wacky things, uh, one less wacky than the other, which is a man uh, committing suicide in his car in an armed standoff outside of a quick trip. Yeah, that one's a bit more uh, but the But the catfish in the street is hilarious. And if, if it had happened at literally any other place at any other time, the catfish would have been a headline story. Yeah. <laughs> Just like catfish in road. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, that, that's our big update is uh, Catfish and Shootout on 87th Street in Lenexa. It's a clean three-minute episode. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, uh, have you seen that Kansas City wants to become a sanctuary city for uh, trans people? I saw something about that. So for those who don't know, the state of Missouri is uh, attempting to commit trans genocide, which is bad, uh, support trans people. But Kansas City is one of the large cities in Missouri that's able to uh, at least attempt to protect them in any way, shape, or form. So they're trying to become a LGBTQ sanctuary city. Uh, and we have an article from uh, the Associated Press. Uh, Officials in Missouri's largest city are moving to declare it a sanctuary for people seeking or providing gender-affirming care, defying state officials who are intent on banning it for minors and restricting it for adults. A Kansas City Council committee approved such resolution Wednesday. The full control will 
now consider it Thursday. The full council will now consider it Thursday. The council members acted as the Republican-controlled Missouri legislator gave final approval on a bill banning gender-affirming care for transgender minors and sending it to the GOP governor, Mike Parson, who is expected to sign it into law. At least 16 other states have enacted laws restricting or banning such care for minors. The resolution also comes as judge con- as a judge considers a proposed emergency rule from Republican State Attorney General Andrew Bailey, which would require adults and children to undergo more than a year of therapy and fulfill other requirements before they could receive gender-affirming treatment. This is a quote, open quote. This resolution is an entrance into a conversation that shows a commitment where trans people's presence in Kansas City are, is valued, end quote. Marquette Jensen, a transgender woman and founder of uh, Transformations KC, a nonprofit that advocates for trans women of color, told the council committee, open quote, it would minimize the legal violence towards trans people in assessing gender affirming care, end quote. The resolution approved by the Transportation Infrastructure and Operations Committee after being proposed by LGBTQ advocates says the city will not prosecute or fine any person or organization that seeks, provides, receives, or helps someone receiving gender-affirming care, such as puberty blockers, hormones, or surgery. It also says that if the state passes a law or resolution that imposes criminal or civil punishments, fines, or professional sanctions in such cases, personnel in Missouri's largest city will make enforcing those requirements, quote, their lowest priority. During the committee's debate, council members agreed that Kansas City should be welcoming, but council member Heather Hall questioned whether the issue was a, quote, city conversation, adding, quote, this is getting us out of our lane. Councilmember Melissa Robinson had questions about how being a sanctuary city would play out and worried about the, quote, damage that comes back to the city from the state. <clears throat> but she backed the resolution after saying, quote, I do believe in good trouble, and this might just be one of those lines of good trouble. <clears throat> Kansas City's proposal is coming from a Democratic-leaning city in a state with a Republican governor and GOP-controlled legislature. In Texas, the state capital of Austin declared last year that it should be considered a sanctuary for transgender youth and their families, and Harris County, home to Houston, declared that it wouldn't pursue cases against parents over gender-affirming care. California, Minnesota, and Washington have declared themselves sanctuary states for gender-affirming care, as have the cities of Chicago, Minneapolis, Minnesota, and West Hollywood, California. Republican state lawmakers across the U.S. who have attacked gender-affirming care as part of a larger effort to roll back LGBTQ plus rights argue that they're protecting children from decisions they may later regret. But gender-affirming care for minors has been available in the United States for more than a decade and is endorsed by major medical associations. The resolution also says city personnel will not arrest or detain anyone sought by another jurisdiction for seeking gender-affirming care, respond to requests for information from other jurisdictions, or collect any civil penalties in such cases. Supporters noted that Kansas City's police force is controlled by a state-appointed board of police commissioners, and any possible criminal charges in gender-affirming cases would be filed by the county prosecutor rather than city prosecutors, both of which could make enforcing the resolution problematic. And that is... Extremely annoying uh, because that basically hampers. Uh, oh, this is by John Hanna uh, from the Associated Press. That basically hampers any attempt to really 
do uh, a sanctuary city, even though that's a shame. Kansas City should be a sanctuary city. It should be a sanctuary city for all LGBTQ people, including trans people. But it's literally just that the police not being under the control of the city is basically just, you know, the state's way of getting back at Kansas City for not agreeing with them politically. It's just like a means of retribution. And it's just ridiculous that we can't vote for you know, the entire state gets to vote for who's in charge of the police and what, like, the policies are. And and basically it takes the control of Kansas City's policing and puts it in the hands of people who don't live in Kansas City or people who might even, like, live outside of St. Louis or literally as far away from Kansas City within the state of Missouri you can get. But still, they have an equal voice in the policing in Kansas City as someone who lives in Kansas City. I thought once upon a time we were a republic where, you know, you get to vote for people to represent you at the local level and state and whatever. But now apparently it's we're just something else where we don't even have any say in how our government functions. And I know um, around uh, election time last year, there was a ballot measure uh, in the state of Missouri for uh, increasing uh, police funding for uh, departments that had a state board of commissioners, which funny how the only police department that is a state board of commissioners is Kansas City, but that was put up to the entire state. So obviously everyone's initial thought was, oh, well, who would live in rural Missouri was probably like, oh, yeah, I want to fund the police. Let's fund the police, which completely, you know, didn't go to them or their rural police forces that went straight to Kansas City, who, uh, the KCPD has not actually achieved any of its goals in, you know, stopping murder or anything like that. They've just been a more violent organization. And it, it just is completely ridiculous that there's no, like, accountability from a certain perspective. Like, you, if they do a bad job, the citizens of Kansas City can't, like, vote them out or whatever. It's up to the state. So there's there's just, like, an extra level of bureaucracy and all that, like... You know, from the party of small government, they're kind of taking the big approach to, yeah, you can't actually control any of your local, like, levers of power anymore. Sorry. Ha-ha. You also can't have free will and do what you want with your own body. Mm-hmm. It's just completely ridiculous. <clears throat> but, and they're also uh, moving forward with the I-70 expansion of adding the extra lane. <sighs> yeah, which this goes back in the... I think we did the episode where we briefly mentioned the Missouri uh, River Runner. Missouri River Runner, and we mentioned um, the uh, what was it four thirty five? No, it was the Kansas State Highway sixty nine expansion, yes. Kansas, which is a similar project. Which it's just not going to solve the problem it's aimed to solve. Spend a lot of money to not solve the problem, and use money that could be used more efficiently elsewhere on more concrete. Man, I remember a few months ago we were like really looking up. It seemed because the airport had just opened and Missouri legalized weed, and we're just like, yeah, this is looking looking pretty good. And then everything just completely falls apart, and we're just like, oh my god, now they're just like the state hates trans people and wants to basically destroy them, and also, uh, well, and I like I know this all didn't come out of nowhere, but it does feel like it's kind of accelerating out of nowhere, especially with all the like 
weird like shooting like like the shooting we had here where kid goes to the wrong house knocks on the door and gets you know the death penalty for that it's like that kind of stuff seems like it's like weirdly accelerating oh yeah we should go into that uh, yeah we probably should yeah a uh a it's just like a month ago now it, it was point. a month ago uh now but uh a 17 uh, year old was going to pick up his uh, siblings in north kansas city and he uh went to the wrong house and uh, knocked on the door, and uh, the owner of the home, uh, claiming he felt threatened, I don't know how, uh, proceeded to open the door and then shoot him. Yeah. Uh, he did live. Uh, the uh, victim, the 17-year-old, did live, but mm-hmm. it, it's just... What? Well, it, it was just that happened, and then I think there was one in New York with like a girl who was shot and killed in the driveway. Um and I think that kind of overshadowed it a little bit because New York versus Kansas City, but it's still it's it's just like it, it feels like that's been happening more. And I I don't know if it's just like a wider surge of antisocial behavior in the United States. Like I don't know what's causing that. Yeah, and where you you hate people doing what they want to do and also shooting them because there's uh, now I'm seeing PSAs like public service announcements about how to survive a shooting. Yeah, with ways to do it, and like, Which yeah, we, we did when I worked at a, a grocery store. We did have to go through the active shooter training, where they're like, "Here, you know, go hide or, like, run, hide, fight, you know, do all that stuff." And it's just kind of like, "Oh, great, this is where we're at now." Yeah, it, but like when you run across a, uh, like, active shooter PSA on your Twitter feed, it's just like, oh my god, what it. It was just depressing. Yeah. But in uh, good news, uh, the uh, uh, they're running high speed, 110 mile an hour from St. Louis to Chicago. Yeah. That started. Yeah. Which is good. You know, in- incremental uh, improvement is good. Yeah. I, I did see on Twitter some people complaining that it's not a bullet train or complain. It, it's, it's like, I think we talked about this also already, but it's just like. You guys don't let perfect be the enemy of good. You you can increase the speed from seventy to one hundred and ten, and that is good, even though it's not the Acela. You know, you you don't have to force Des Moines to build a bullet train. Just having a train there would be good. You know, just 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 increasing public transit in general is probably good, better than you know waiting for the perfect two hundred mile an hour project to come along. And sure, yeah, like for a long trip and it's been a while since I've done a long trip on Amtrak but uh a long trip it would make it uh pretty good uh to have a bullet train but 110 miles an hour beats driving on the highway mm-hmm. from St. Louis to Chicago unless you want to commit crimes yeah so i mean and and that, that's just kind of the thing is you just have to you're you're not competing with planes in most of the u.s you're not going to win right you can't go 400 miles an hour you got to compete with cars so step one is just make most of the midwest you know regional transit systems just better than driving that's step one we've this st louis line is the only system i think that has achieved that so far other than like some subway systems or whatever so we just have to do step one before we can start worrying about setting up like a northeast corridor here yeah, but I mean, I would like would like a bullet train. It would be pretty cool. Yeah, it would be pretty cool. Doing a, a Shinzanzan from uh, Kansas City up to like, uh, like Bismarck. 
I don't know why you would do go from Kansas City to Bismarck, but why wouldn't you go to South Dakota, North Dakota? That's North Dakota. I have never been to the state of North Dakota. Have you? I, no, I have not. I've been to many Minnesota. I've been through South Dakota. South Dakota is an extremely boring state, and that's coming from uh, someone who lives in uh, another different boring state with, I think, more interesting politics. I don't know why there's two Dakotas. I don't know either. Uh, like, I, I, I don't know why we need both of them. Like, I, I don't think there's enough cultural difference to really justify it. Like, Kansas, Nebraska, Oklahoma, I get those. The Dakotas, it's like... Maybe it was just like, it, if they made it one big state, it would be harder to administer. Well, I mean, I know, I know the actual reason, like, historically, which is uh, pre-Civil War, they wanted to give themselves more uh, you know you know free staters more votes in the senate so they split it into two states so there'd be four senators in them instead of just two that's the actual reason but i just i don't know they haven't really justified their existence at this point if you had to cut a state what state would you cut like in half or just in any shape yeah you, you, you get one line to draw what are you drawing um I feel like California's at it too big for too long. I think you just cut it like perfectly down the middle. So you just have two smaller Californias that are the exact same shape. Just one doesn't have the ocean anymore. And it's basically what, a desert. And one has like 90% of the population yeah, of California. Like, don't even cut it logically. Like just, just cut it straight down the middle. So you've just got like California one and California two. <laughs> and that's what you would name it is just California two. Maybe you do like a uh, like a Croatia thing where you just kind of like at the very north, the entire northern border is also California, too. So they technically have a port up by like Crescent City or whatever. But other than that, yeah, just California, too. My other option would be New York. Just cut it off from the upstate section. You know, th- that would be a pretty lo- logical, like, if you're going to draw one line, just draw it, like, up near, like, uh, West Point. Yeah. And then be like, all right, that's it. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that, even culturally, I don't think that they really need to be one state. Cause, but who gets to keep the New York name? Um, I can fight over it. One will, just name upstate York. <laughs> Make it even more confusing. We have York and New York. I, I want to if they if we did draw the line there, like what would the governor of like the bottom part, like lower New York, be like? It would just be the mayor of New York at that. But we should just make it a city state. Like it's not even like a full fledged state. It's just like Athens, where it's just there's the the mayor is the the governor basically. There's no actual and the governor's mansion is still for upstate New York. Just take that entire area and keep like fifty states and just make that area like the weird like district of columbia status as well yes i think we should disenfranchise 10 million people yeah disenfranchise america's largest city (laughs) yeah screw making new states we need less states let's get rid of delaware everyone let's (laughs) liquidate delaware that border up by wilmington is the most grotesque thing i have ever seen why is it a circle well why is it a circle i'm guessing some guy had wanted to use his compass really bad on his primitive maps that he was drawing up and usually i'm gonna do it this Genuinely, people of Delaware, give me one good reason why your state should exist. I I mean, w- Delaware is great for uh, committing tax fraud. Yes, there you go. 
Do we need it though? No, I mean, I would prefer not to have a state that designed specifically to dodge taxes in other states. What I think great works of art has Delaware produced? Uh, the the current president of the United States. Nah, he's from Scranton. Yeah, he he grew up in Scranton, but he like lived his entire political career as the senator from Delaware. Yeah, that's lame. He should just be. Uh, we should like retcon it so Delaware actually never existed. I I'm just not a big fan of Delaware. I don't know. Man. What about you? What state would you split in half? I I feel like it would be just really funny to uh well i was gonna say texas but i i'm changing my mind to florida florida where i just like separate the panhandle from the rest of florida oh god i think you've made like one of the worst states on the planet just jacksonville and tallahassee yeah (laughs) oh my god what would you name it though just pan- um, it, uh, one would be uh, Panhandle, and the other one would be uh, like L Florida or something. I don't know. L Florida. I don't know. I think separating the Oklahoma Panhandle would be a good one too. You just have a population of like five thousand. They get two senators. <laughs> Man. It, well, maybe Montana needs to have a little bit chopped off. That's a big state. That is a big state. Yeah, they've had it too good for too long. What if we just combine, like, make another perfect square with Idaho? You know, just, like, get this little, like, chunk off. Is it even, like, a river border? It's not even a river. It's just, like, an arbitrary line. Is it, like, the peak of that range or something? Because I know that's, like, the border between uh, Chile and Argentina is the, uh, like, uh, just a mountain range uh, in the peak of the Andes. I guess it kind of is the mountain border because there's a little bit of a valley right there. Yeah. I think Montanans have had it too good for too long. I do think it would be funny to like to like mess around with like Alaska. If Alaska ever got like more people, then we would definitely need to split it up. It's only so big because it's like got five hundred thousand people in it, right? Yeah, man. I remember uh, meeting someone from Alaska once, and like uh, yeah, she was telling us about the uh, weird like getting payments like the dividend fund yeah yeah but in state oil yeah but like it was when people like advertise states that pay you to live there alaska is just paying you like 1500 bucks like once a year to go live there and every store has like state dividend sales but like it's so expensive to live up there anyway that the 1500 bucks doesn't really matter we just pay people so the canadians can't take it back yeah Screw them. I would like to go to Montreal, though. Montreal? Montreal. Do you speak French? I do not, but I, I think it's weird that there's a weird, like, uh, francophone uh, part of a weird country that's America's at. I mean, we have New Orleans. That's francophone. <laughs> but is it, though? I mean, it is. It's Everything's, like, French there. But, like, can you walk the streets and hear, like, people talking in french i mean i don't know i haven't i haven't been but i imagine not you you went to new orleans i don't remember the trip very well yeah i went like 2010 for like a mission trip we stayed in the superdome (laughs) (laughs) Uh, speaking of the superdome we're doing uh our local our our local football team is doing a game in frankfurt uh, this season yeah 
and it's only 800 bucks for us to go to Frankfurt if you want to go watch it. But you get to fly in a 747. Yeah. Lufthansa is like one of the only ones. Lufthansa is one of the only ones that still operates a 747. I'd pay $800 for that. Yeah, and then you can go watch uh, the Chiefs play in Frankfurt. They are playing. You saw the Dolphins. The Dolphins, That yeah. will be a good game. That's uh, Tyree Kill's homecoming that isn't going to be in KC. It's going to be in Germany. I will need it if I was on a flight where we're like running on such a short timeline of basically arriving, spending like a few days going to the Chiefs game, then coming back. I would need like multiple Xanax to make it through that flight. Yeah, to like sleep or yeah, it, well, yeah, because we're gonna be so jet lagged if we do it because that's also an extremely expensive trip, and I'm not sure I have the money to pull that off. I was gonna say we're thinking about getting e-bikes. I don't think that you can do an e-bike and also do a multi-thousand-dollar trip overseas no. <laughs> just to watch a football game. Yeah, I do think um, that. Oh, God, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, oh, I, I do think I was uh, seeing people talking about doing, like, NFL expansion teams in Europe, like moving the Jaguars over there and then making three European teams and then giving, like, the U.S. another expansion team to fill the hole because the guy who owns the Jags is British. British. So. That's why they're always in, like, the London game. Yeah, so he doesn't have to commute. And I saw a proposal where, you know, you because know, how would that work? Because mm-hmm. having, like... Uh, the Titans or whoever fly to play there and then they have to fly back and it's like, okay, now this team is dead and they're playing like the Chargers who haven't had to fly to Europe. You know what the solution is though? What? Concord. Bringing back Concord? Just as like an NFL servicer, sports team servicer. No jet lag. You're there in like an hour. There you go. Because you've seen a Boom Aerospace is making a, a new Concord. With the catch of it doesn't produce sonic booms. What? How? Yes, yes. It's uh, NASA's working on it. It's like I think the X fifty nine is uh, their project, uh, where effectively they're 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 testing like a nose design or whatever that gets rid of the sonic booms. So you know what that means? Concord two. Concord two, where you can go from like New York to L A in like twenty minutes. But, like, you're already hitting the limitations of mock speed. I mean, like, can you even do the, uh, like, like what could, like, a an NF or Phantom do from L.A. to New York? I don't know. Well, well, I mean, I mean, hitting the limits of mock speeds, Concord couldn't fly from New York to L.A. because it couldn't fly over the U.S. Yeah. So, like, it would already be faster than any, like, regular. Because mock one is 700 miles an hour Mach two or three, which I think the Concorde could go Mach three is like 2000 miles an hour or something like that. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're just talking out of our ass. No, but, I'm not. I'm not talking out of my ass. I know exactly what I'm talking about. As I look up Wikipedia to see how fast the Concorde went. Cause I don't know. Uh, yeah. Th- Cause that was the main issue with uh, the Concorde was the economics Mach 2 it could go. Um, the economics, because it could only do like the London, Paris, London, New York, New York, Paris. But if you can get like regional flights going like like coast to coast and then go from New York to L.A. to like Beijing, all of a sudden you got a moneymaker on your hands, Matt. Yeah, 
but on a complete other transportation gear shift and you brought it up uh, uh like slightly when we we're talking about the frankfurt trip is uh we have both been in a uh e-bike kick yes we have and yeah if, if you have any e-bike recommendations please email us because please. i Please. I am I am looking at some and they are extremely expensive and I'm really scared to like buy one or uh, it's it's like buying a car but with absolutely no frame of reference for buying a, like what it feels like what how to commute with one also way cheaper than buying a car even though I'm still probably gonna need to get one of those weird like loans to like buy one of these things well and you got to remember also any listeners not from the area that we do not live in a very bike friendly uh, community. So that's why we're kind of just going for e-bikes rather than regular bikes is I don't want to die <laughs> by getting run over by a car. I'd like to at least be able to go like close to 30 miles an hour. And I would also like to get to work and not be like completely drenched in sweat because we are approaching a uh, Midwest, Southern Midwestern summer. Yeah, where it's may and it's already we've already had 100 degrees out yeah one day. i think actually only like 95 i think but and uh if you like celsius please convert it yourself i don't i'm not doing that just you can figure it out only 640 kelvin though mm. it's nice and toasty but no uh yeah e-bikes i think we're looking at like aventon and stuff like cargo or whatever but we really have no frame of reference going three miles on concrete because there's no bike lanes or bike trails also potentially getting hit by a car because like I have uh, I'm an avid walker and I have been close to getting hit by cars on my regular walking route. I think so. I, I, I was pulling out of work yesterday and I was you know turning right onto the road that my work is on. And in the other lane where like the left hand turn lane, there was a like a big ass SUV. The front windshield was completely caved in. Um. And there was no car that it hit anywhere. Uh, and like the police were there and, you know, whatever, the traffic is bad. But just the windshield is broken in and there was no other car that it ran into. <laughs> so I think that I saw an SUV that probably killed somebody outside of my work. <laughs> so that was fun. It was like a Escalade or something. That That's even... That's even worse. I mean, I, I don't want to go into details, but I know my walk route that I like to do that's really long sometimes walks in front of your work. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I saw that. Uh, yeah, the windshield might have been, like, not the color of a windshield, too. Uh, oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, it's just, it was really uh. fun, you know, driving home, seeing that, getting that in. Uh, so. Invest in better pedestrian infrastructure, everyone, please. All right. Well, I think that that is a wrap on this Clio talk. On that happy note. On on that happy note of everybody uh, enjoy your weekend. Of me coming to terms with that, if I take my long route, I could potentially get ran over by an SUV outside of your work. Potentially. Um, Anyway, so this has been Clio Talk. My name is Matt. And I'm RC. You can go and follow us on Twitter at Clio History. And uh, you can email us uh, at CleoHistoryPodcast at gmail.com. We are available wherever you get podcasts. You can go ahead and leave a review or uh, share it. That'd be awesome. Uh, we are uh, looking into uh, doing some other stuff with this podcast as well with uh, getting some information out there. 
and we are still working on the space shuttle series if you haven't checked that out yet please go ahead and start that we might need to take a couple week hiatus because of the point in the story we're in we kind of need to shift gears and ramp up research so if you don't see it don't be alarmed we haven't canceled it we're just might be in a research break for a little bit but we still will be producing talks and we yes. will get uh a uh, fan favorite we have received a uh, few emails asking us to bring sam and laney back on so we will be bringing them on uh sometime soon as well yes. so uh this has been cleo talk thank you guys bye bye